You're listening to a rebroadcast of a live walk talk from Instagram. I'm going to go ahead and get started since we got some awesome people here. Let's talk about something today. So if you're new to my ministry, my name is Matt McMillan. I'm a Christian author. I've written seven books. Let me switch hands here. All of my books are available on Amazon in paperback and Kindle. If you get some time, check them out. Um, I'm not a pastor. I get asked that a lot. So I don't have a church you can watch. I don't have a church you can attend. I am a normal person, just like 99.9% of the people on planet Earth. No disrespect to pastors, but we have elevated the pastoral role almost on a grandiose scale, which is just sub to Jesus. And in some cases, some people look to their pastor above Christ. The word pastor is only used once in the entire Bible. So we as human beings have created what we know today as our modern church, where We gather on Sunday for an hour, an hour and a half, two hours if you're super holy. I'm joking. But the pastor position in scripture, we don't see any type of instruction where we go to a building, sit in an audience, and listen to one man's opinion for an hour. Again, this is not pastor bashing. I have very good friends who are pastors. And to be honest with you, It's really not fair to that person who has been elevated to that position. Um, The amount of pressure and stress and depression that that pastors go through, even suicide, it's pretty high. So we have to begin to understand that we are a body of Christ. We all have different gifts. Some people have a pastoral gift. Some people have an administrative gift. Some people have a communication gift. Some people are really good at encouraging. Some people are really good at, you know, um, prophesying. Now, let's be clear about what New Covenant prophecy is. New Covenant prophecy is not future telling. So when you hear somebody scan the audience and then point somebody out, That's simply not biblical. It's nowhere to be found in scripture. Before the cross, God spoke to humanity through prophets because Christ had not come yet. If we look to Hebrews chapter one, we can get proof of this. In the past, God spoke to us through the prophets. Now that Christ has come, he doesn't do that anymore. Why not? Because we have the Holy Spirit speak to us. And the Holy Spirit is always guiding us, counseling us, leading us into the truth. And he ultimately wants what's best for us. He knows the future. So we don't have to worry about our future because we know that he's there. Now there's nothing wrong with prophesying. Prophesying simply means to speak out. We have changed it into something that it's not. That's why so many people who are self-proclaimed prophets who can see the future, yeah, they can roll the dice and get it correct every once in a while. 
But at the end of the day, that's not really what prophecy is. If we look at the first Corinthians 14, we can see what prophecy is. Prophecy, prophesying is for edification, consolation, and encouragement. A great example of this would be um, you on social media. If you're really good at encouraging people, you're prophesying, you're speaking out. You know, we don't have to just put that completely behind us and say, uh, prophecy is no more. We just need to get it in the proper order. So, good morning. So, New Covenant prophecy, and this is a common church error. New Covenant prophecy is not about future telling. It's about encouraging people. Um, Christian counselors are a great example of it. Um, when you read the word prophesy, prophesy. That just simply means to speak out. It does not mean I'm gonna tell you where you're gonna be at in five years. You're gonna go to Africa, you're gonna adopt a tribe of 20 kids, and you're gonna live there for the next 40 years, and God's gonna be pleased as punch with you. No, that's not prophecy. It's not the truth. New covenant prophecy is not future telling, New Covenant Prophecy is for edification and consolation, encouragement. Now, let's get to, let's get to a, another topic. Um, and I know I kind of uh, talked about pastors there briefly, but, but let's first be clear. We are never commanded in scripture to go to a building. Not one time. We have come up with that theology. So if we look at the two different passages that a lot of people will use for the, what's the best way to say this? Our new commandment that we came up with to make people feel bad or feel pressured. I'm not even going to say pre bad, say pressured. Should you should do this? We gotta stop shoulding all over everybody. We gotta remove the word should from our vocabulary. Should removes freedom. So when somebody says you should get up and go to church because of um, the Ten Commandments, keep the Sabbath holy. Remember the Sabbath and keep it holy. That doesn't say go to church. That's the Sabbath. The Sabbath is not what we have adopted as a body of believers today. The Sabbath for the Jews, and that's what we're looking at, the Ten Commandments, 10 of the 613 Commandments, the Sabbath was from Friday to Saturday. It wasn't Sunday. Some people will say that in the book of Acts, they changed it to Sunday. They didn't change it. That was just a more convenient day of the week for them to meet. You can't change the law. They all knew that. Deuteronomy 4.2 says, do not add to, do not take away. You cannot change the Ten Commandments. So the Sabbath was from Friday to Saturday. It was for the Jews. And it was a command to sit still and don't do anything. You can't do nothing. So if you're truly obeying the keep the Sabbath commandment, if you're sitting at home from sundown to sunup, from Friday to Saturday, you ain't doing nothing. You're not checking emails. You're doing nothing. No yard work. 
So we can't look to remember the Sabbath and keep it holy as a command to go to church. Also, the first church building was not even erected until over 200 years after Christ. Do you see it? And the Jews didn't have a church. They had the temple. And at the temple, there wasn't a pastor. Nobody spoke inside the temple. Nobody passed the plate. They didn't have guest speakers coming from out of town because they're really good friends with the pastor. The temple was a place of animal sacrifices and offerings to God to atone for the sin of the Jews. So we can't use the notion that we're going to a place to be like we're supposed to be because of the commands in scripture. It's not there. So let's look at Hebrews 10, 25. Do not forsake the assembly. Time, 18 minutes, 41 seconds. Total distance, 1.0 miles. Average pace, 18 minutes, 40 seconds per mile. Split pace, 18 minutes, 40 seconds per mile. So, Hebrews 10.25. Hebrews 10.25 says, do not forsake the assembly. That's not referring to church. The word church is nowhere to be found. What's the book of Hebrews about? Trying to get people to stop going to the temple. <laughs> Yet we use Hebrews 10.25 to tell people to go to church. Wrong context. So Hebrews 10.25 is actually encouragement to get them to stop going to the building. Read the next verse. There's no sacrifice left at the temple. Why not? Read the beginning of chapter 10. Jesus was the last sacrifice. So we got to stop. Hebrews 10, 25 and people to death. We got to stop. Remember the Sabbath and keep it holy to death. Remember the Sabbath and keeping it holy to people to death. <laughs> it's just not there. You're free. You're free, Christian. Switch hands here again. I know I'm switching hands a lot today. I'm going to try to slow down. I'm only going to be on here a couple more minutes and get going. But hey, you're free. It's Sunday. If you're getting up and you're going to church and you're enjoying fellowship great i'm not anti-church i'm anti-law-based life so if you're creating a law which says i gotta go to church i gotta go to church it's a commandment it's not a commandment if you're thinking i gotta go to church to get refilled you don't get refilled at church you're already full. You have everything you need for life and godliness in here. You've got the Holy Spirit in you. I got to go to church because I got to be around other believers. Fellowship is important. I'm not saying don't be around other Christians. Go. Go if you want to go. Just know you're free. There is not a single Bible verse in scripture that commands you to go to church. Go if you want. If you don't feel like going today, don't go. Go play golf. Go fishing. Hang out with your loved ones. Read a book. Swim. Enjoy it. You're free. You're never commanded to go to church. You're never commanded to attend any building. And there's nothing that God will ever do to pressure you into any of that stuff. So I hope that helps you out today. Hope that encourages you. And 
Remember who you are, Christian. Who are you? You're righteous. You're blameless. You're set apart. Hi, Nebby. There's nothing wrong with you. You're good to go. And you are the real church. You are the true temple of God because God lives in you. Have a great day. See you next time. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for joining me on this Walk Talk. Please be sure to rate and review this podcast and share it with others. Subscribe right now so you don't miss out on any new content. To be encouraged daily, you can find me on TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook. If you want even more information on my ministry or to check out my books, go to www.mattmcmillan.com.